And welcome back to Boozy Bracketology, everybody. This is our second episode of this series, wherein we are going to talk about the music of, of Michael Jackson. I apologize for that, everybody. But let's uh, let's jump in. We're going to get to the round of 32 here, but uh, I suppose I should introduce the panelists. We are going to start out in Las Vegas, Nevada. John, how you doing? What you drinking? I'm doing okay now. Um, uh, I am still finishing off my Vikings Blood Mead, uh, which has 19% alcohol. And since I have to work tomorrow, I'm just going to finish this cup and be done with it. Since I have to teach, and it's not, it's kind of frowned upon to teach and be drunk. So. <laughs> well, dealing with small children while hungover sounds like everybody's idea of heaven. We're going to zip down Highway 15 and meet our next panelist, Scott from Los Angeles. How you doing? What you drinking? Uh, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm very laser focused, actually, because we're really getting into the nitty gritty now with, with this bracket. You know, we got through a lot of the fluff, some of the songs that are cute in, you know, in the playing rounds. And now it's really getting down to it. Uh, so I'm laser focused. So I put down my Mountain Dew and I'm completely focused on this matchup. So let's go. All right. Scott is locked in. Adam, are you locked in? I'm super locked in. I think we have got some incredible matchups, and I'm really, really excited to see which way we're going to go. Uh, Old Fitzgerald, bottled in bond, 11-year-old whiskey is what I'm drinking. No, oh, good heavens. It's so good. It's well, very good. I guess... I guess that's how they do it out in rural Georgia. Uh, <laughs> wow. But we're going to go across the border to Alabama. Mike, how you doing? What you drinking? I'm doing well. Uh, actually, uh, no, I'm not even going to make that joke. Um, <laughs> but uh, the beer that I have selected tonight, uh, largely because it was one of the two that are remaining in the beer fridge that is three feet off to my immediate right. I need to stock up again. It is called uh, Brown Sugar Brown Cow. Uh, it's from the D9 Brewing Company. It's a mocha brown ale. Uh, I actually just picked up a four-pack of this not that long ago. It's just the rest of them are downstairs. So, uh, But this is the one I had in my fridge. It's a delicious beer. And I fully intend to enjoy it as we make some... Uh, yeah, the the playing the play round, I felt like, yeah, it was, it was a little more easygoing. This one, there, there's going to be some really tough decisions up ahead. And I'm, I'm very interested to see how this is going to go. Well, interestingly enough, I actually had brown sugar, brown cow on tap at at one point downstairs. It might have actually been the first beer I tapped with my kegerator after we did the uh, the renovation. Uh, D9 Solid Brewery out of Charlotte, I think. Uh, it's, um, uh, it says Salisbury, but yeah. Salisbury, okay. I hadn't even uh, noticed where, where they were out of. Usually I mentioned um, that, yeah. Uh, I'm actually I'm drinking a nice little North Carolina liquor here, actually, uh, from the uh, it's the end of days gin from Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, just down at the other end, I-40 from me. Uh, we move a little bit further than Salisbury and Wilmington from uh, from my home here. We go all the way around the world to Australia. Natalie, how you doing? What you drinking? Hi, I'm doing very well. Thank you. Uh, I'm I'm letting the side down with what I'm drinking though. Um, it's you know half past twelve on a Monday, so I've just gone with water. I want to, as as Scott said, we've got to be focused. And twelve thirty on a Monday, I think if I have anything alcoholic, I will not stay focused at all. So water it is for me. But I'm very excited about what we're about to do, and looking forward to hearing what you all have to say about these great songs. All right, well, let's jump right into the first matchup. Our play-in winner, Human Nature, will take on the uh, the cover of the Chris Cornell classic, Billie Jean. <laughs> it looks like John is going to start us off with this one. All right, so Human Nature is a really good ballad, probably one of Michael's best ballads, but it's going up against Billie fucking Jean, and that just iconic drum set starting uh start to the song that really awesome bass line there there was to me there's no way it's going to beat it so my vote goes to billy jean oh, billy jean gets the first vote scott 
Yeah, we're we're really starting off. Uh, already, I'm feeling the pressure here. This, this <laughs> is this is this is agonizing uh, for me because I I absolutely adore Human Nature. I I think that it's not only one of his best ballads. I just think top to bottom, it's one of Michael's best songs. I think lyrically, the lyrics of the song are incredible. Um, you know, if this town is just an apple, let me take a bite. Um, is just a really cool, um, just a really cool line um, in a song and. Didn't, I didn't get it when I was a kid, but like, <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> I don't tell me to eat my fruits and veggies. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure where he was going with that. But and also just his vocals on that song, I think, are just uh, amazing. Um, you know, the why, why it, it repeats. But just the way he sings that entire song, I think, is is amazing. Um, I, I absolutely love it. But like like John mentioned, it's it's up against a juggernaut. I mean, it's Billie Jean. There, there aren't many songs that I've heard more times in my life than Billie Jean. Um, I, I probably can name maybe five or six songs that I've listened to more than Billie Jean, just because of how incredible it is. It, it's it's almost the perfect song in, in all aspects, and it's un- really unfortunate, but I am going to have to vote for Billie Jean, which, which really pains me because I absolutely love human nature, but it's Billie Jean, man. It's Billie Jean, so... All right. Well, uh, Adam, is uh, Billie Jean also your lover or are you <laughs> more in love with human nature? Jeff, I have many, many lovers, um, but my mostly just my wife and that's it. Um, <laughs> and human nature is a solid song and I'm glad it is in the bracket. We get some thriller on thriller action, but this is an obvious choice and I expect a sweep because Billie Jean is without question the better song and so yes i'm picking billy jean and billy jean is moving on mike let's hear from you so i you know as i was listening to all of the songs in preparation i was jotting down jotting down notes ideas things that popped into my head uh and i didn't know which of the two songs billy jean would be going up against uh so i just wrote lol in my notes because <laughs> and, and and i i'm and i am i am glad it, it was human nature i voted for human nature last round at, you know to get the thriller album matchup but it's been said it's billy jean there it, it's gonna billy jean's gonna have some tough matchups up ahead and human nature honestly to to scott's point is is a great track and I, i'm not trying to take it anything away from that but but yeah billy billy jean is just it's it you know i know jeff has a love-hate relationship no it's just a hate relationship with the word iconic because we way overuse it in this podcast and i'm willing to own that but i think it applies in the case of billy jean it it if if we vo- didn't vote Billie Jean past the first round, I don't even know. So yeah, it's got to be Billie Jean. We somehow made it through an episode and change without using the word iconic, but there it is. Uh, Natalie, do we have a sweep? Oh, without question. Like give, give human nature its due. It's a great song, but I'm I'm all my nerves have now been relaxed when I hear that everyone else has similar feelings about Billie Jean as I do, uh, because yeah, it it is it's it's that I word that that I'm not going to say because I don't want to upset Jeff. <laughs> um, but the so many thoughts when when you think about Billie Jean, I just have this myriad of different sort of snapshots that come to mind and and we're going to get to talk about it many times so I'll only share one now but the first and and I know this is the song with visuals but the Motown 25 special that performance is just so amazing and my poor kids I'll say to them probably once a year have I ever shown you that Motown they're like yes mom you showed us and and but they they sit down politely and they know they have to watch it at least once a year because it just needs to be carried on into the psyches of the future generations so yeah Billie Jean sweep no question all right and we have the sweep and let's be honest I'm not that upset about the use of the word iconic i mean it's not like you voted for andy weir or anything we are moving on to the next matchup the eight and nine matchup between heal the world and the edvard munk classic scream (laughs) scott you're gonna start us off with this one so we mentioned on the last episode we talked about they don't care about us and and the message with that song and how it's kind of a really in-your-face sort of aggressive message. Uh, Heal the World has an incredible message, and it almost couldn't be more 
opposite as far as the approach to the song, right? It's very much laid back. It's very reserved and it's, it's very, it's, it's very soothing. Um, I, you know, and what I always found interesting about this song is, you know, obviously I, I heard this as a kid and when, you know, at the beginning of the song, it's just, you know, little kid, you know, does kind of the, the introduction to the song there. It almost felt like, you know, one of my peers was, was talking. And so immediately I'm kind of pulled in and I'm invested because, now that probably takes on different meaning um, that there was a little kid speaking at the beginning of his song. But then at that point in time, it, it felt very innocent and very much, you know, um, you know, the message that he was trying to spread started from the bottom up, right? Like it starts with our children and, and we really need to make the world a better place for them. And, and so the meaning of the song is, is incredible. And then you go over to Scream, which I mean, most expensive video ever produced. Mm -hmm. um, I, I Again, a song that I, this one's hard to detach almost from the music video. It's hard to think about the song without seeing Michael and Jackson pulling up each other's shirts to show each other's belly buttons, which is also a little weird. But, it, you know, it's very hard to, to not think about that and, and not put those together. Um, I think the song is 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 fine. Um, what I'm learning, I mean, I just can't stop loving you. The girl is mine. Like, I'm not feeling the Michael duets, um, you know, so far. And I think this is no different because I'm going to go heal the world. I just think the message is better. I love the way that he sings the song vocally. It's um, it's soft and it's soothing. It gets the message across. And it's honestly like when you go back and listen to it, I, it still kind of evokes some strong emotions from me. And that's what I'm looking for over a song where him and Janet are kind of just, it almost seemed like they were almost phoning it in a little bit because they knew the video would kind of be enough to, to hold it up on its own. So heal the world for me. All right, a vote for Heal the World, and we move to Adam next. So I like what Scott said. Heal the World is definitely innocent. It is has a beautiful quality for exactly what the message is. But in my opinion, the only way to heal the world is to send that song right to the fucking moon because it sucks when you compare it to Scream. <laughs> Scream is tons of fun i mean this duet with my with janet with another one of the most amazing iconic pop icons of all time <laughs> and i said iconic icons it's yes, an iconic he's, icon he's an iconic icon <laughs> i think it's a fun song on its own it doesn't even need the most expensive music video of all time i think it is a great dance tune i think it's got great energy this is the kind of michael song i want to listen to easily compared to heal the world which is sad and just kind of boring and just kind of snoozy i love scream i i honestly think it can go even farther and i think i i without question i'm giving it my vote to scream all right well it's a uh one one tie between scream and heal the world which for some reason i always hear eric cartman singing and i don't know if that's just a mandela effect thing <laughs> or if that actually happened on a south park episode but we're gonna move on to mike and uh, have him break this tie <laughs> i jeff i don't remember cartman singing that but it would not surprise me these eight nine matchups are generally very tough and this one's no different uh befitting the seeds i genuinely like both of these songs uh heal the world i think is etched in my brain more than anything else though because of the closing of the super bowl halftime show uh that that i try to forget who won that particular super bowl uh but the the halftime show is completely etched in my brain and i remember that closing with heal the world and it was it's the it's the early 90s you know the cold wars just ended the walls down like it it's so it's so uh just dripping with possibility like it really it, there was such an optimistic feel at that time and that's listening to that song again really did take me back to that feeling and and remembering that and it was it was very nice when I'm listening to my the playlist that I put together, and then Scream comes on, and I it and it's just like, God, I fucking love, forgot how much I love this song. It's it's my Michael and Janet. It's just it just rips your face off. I mean, you you would expect it to with a song called Scream, you know. And, it's just, and honestly, I was, it's a little bit of a rough week at work, and I caught myself my in my head going, stop pressure in me like it's it's so easy to latch your teeth into that when you're in when you're like in a particular feel man I, this is this is a tough one there's a huge part of me that wants to go heal the world because to scott's point i think the message is incredibly powerful 
and I and I just I remember that you know have feeling that sentiment. It's not a sentiment, you know. I shouldn't say remember feeling as if it's not a sentiment that I still feel because it totally is. But I think it's just. I don't know. There's something there's something about Scream that that is more attracted to me. Like I I just I'm drawn to that song more. Like if I'm if I'm going to put on one of these and again maybe it's that whole thing that I mentioned in the first episode about I just like the 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 you know faster paced rockers Michael Jackson to the ballad Michael Jackson. And it sucks because I think Heal the World's one of his best ballads, but I I still am gravitating more towards Scream. So I've got to give my vote to Scream here. Well, I'm sure Michael would agree with me that the best way to heal the world is to send the Dallas cow patties into outer space. Uh, Scream takes its 2-1 lead, and we move on to Natalie. Yeah, this this matchup was much easier before I heard you guys start talking about it. Um, <laughs> I, was, I walked away from my re-listens going, yep, yeah, I know which song I like better, uh, and that the song that I like better is Scream, without question. I just the beat is fantastic. I, I do like the collaboration with Janet. Um, the one one thing that we sort of haven't really talked about yet is is Michael's dancing. His dancing was just so phenomenal, and I always remember I went and saw that This Is It movie that he did, and there were these young guys, so much younger than him, who were amazing dancers. And then he would just step in front of them and do his thing. And it was just, there was just a quality about it that was above and beyond anything else that was happening. And, and, and I think when I hear Scream, you can just see him dancing. It's not even visualizing the, the film clip necessarily. It's just that I think the way that music, it just lends itself so perfectly to, to some of his movements. So, so I came in very ready to, to throw my vote to Scream. But Heal the World, it is a beautiful song. It is a beautiful song. It is an important message. And and just reflecting as you guys were talking, I don't know. I can't, I have, I'm not really ready to articulate it, I don't think. But thinking back to sort of hearing those sentiments in real time when that song was first released, I don't know. My memory of that is that there was just this sense of optimism, like we will do all those things. It'll, it'll all be okay. We'll look after it all. And then to to reflect on here we are and we're still having to fight for that and talk about it and, and it, I don't know, it doesn't, doesn't feel quite so optimistic these days as it did back then. So, you know, that's a pretty sad feeling, so I better vote for Scream so that I don't have to revisit that feeling. Hmm. Again in the next round. There we go. My decision was made. <laughs> well, uh, now that we're all nostalgic for the optimism of the early 90s, uh, <laughs> Scream is moving on, uh, but we still want to hear from John. I'll keep this short. Uh, we absolutely got this right. Scream is is the better song. It's it's It gets me riled up in the best possible ways. Um, and this is the one time where I will actually talk about the music video because I don't like to talk about the music video when I'm referring to listening to songs. So I want each song to have its own credit, but that, that music video absolutely did influence me uh, as a kid. Um, maybe it's cause I had a crush on Janet. I, you know, who's to say, um, but yeah, scream, uh, scream was the right call. And scream moves on. And speaking of influential music videos, our, Next matchup is between uh, the classic Black or White and the number 12 seed Speed Demon. Uh, Adam's going to start us off here. This is an obvious choice when you listen to the music, but the music videos are different. But I I do want to give love to Speed Demon because it's a solid song and it's a very interesting claymation music video when you actually watch it. But I'm sorry, it's it's going against the morphing technology of the early 90s. Um, and besides <laughs> that, it's going against just Macaulay Culkin. Like who, who can who, who can who can fight that? Um, but no, Black or White is obviously the better song here, though. Speed Demon is good. Speed Demon is good. And actually, it's one of those songs that not enough people know about and they should check it out. They absolutely need to listen to it. It's a fun enjoyable song but it ain't beaten black or white and so i have to give it to black or white all right the optimism of the early 90s has come roaring back to life and (laughs) black black 
or White has taken a 1-0 lead into Mike. <laughs> yeah, um, I echo everything that Adam said about Speed Demon. I, I, it had been it'd been a hot minute since I'd, I'd heard that song and doing my re-listen. I'd, I'd forgotten how much I dig it, but c- coming into this, like I, I took a look at this matchup and I was like, I I knew already which way I was going to vote for and and listening to listening to the two tracks as much as it reminded me oh yeah Speed Demon's a fucking jam it's great it didn't it didn't ultimately change my vote here Black or White's a fantastic song it's it, it just in in addition to its message which is great it's it's just so much fun to listen to it's super catchy and uh, it it gets you going in in the best ways it's a it's a fantastic song I definitely think it should move on here and uh, it's getting my vote. All right. Well, it's got a 2-0 lead, Natalie. So I never think of Black or White as as one of my favourites. Like if you, you know, oh, what are your top five? Da, da, da. It's never up there. But then whenever I listen to it, I can't help but but get into it. And and I, and it does have a very special place in my heart. Any any Australian listeners will understand this back back in the day, as my teenagers hate me saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the we had a TV show called Hey Hey It's Saturday. It was on Saturday nights, and it was like a, a variety show kind of thing. Um, had lots of music acts and lots of comedy stuff, and just all different things. And they had the exclusive rights to um, televise this new Michael Jackson video first before we hadn't heard the song, hadn't seen the the video, and I remember sitting on the floor, cross-legged in front of the TV, just waiting for this thing to drop. And um, and it was so exciting. And then when it dropped, it was great. And, yeah, the special effects were mind-blowing in the day. <laughs> and so it will always have a special place in my heart because that moment in time is is locked in my memory. And and I agree with you guys. I think it's a better song than Speed Demon. Speed Demon is one that, that look, it's got a good beat. I like the bridge, but ultimately, if I'm if I'm running short of time, it it does get skipped, and yeah, black or white, I'll move it through. All right, we've learned two things now. One that Australia has a television show that isn't named Bluey, and <laughs> that black or white is moving on to the next round. John, uh, we still want to hear from you though. Um, so I want to give speed demon a little bit more love it was one of those as my brother mentioned one of those underrated songs that doesn't get a lot of love that i've come to love um in my later years and re-listening to michael's stuff and i really do enjoy it but it is going up against one of if not my most actually favorite michael jackson songs uh in in black or white so it, it as much as it pains me to say it, yes, we got it right. It's black or white. All right, Scott, is it a sweep? Yeah, it's a sweep. Um, Speed Demon is fine. Really, really cool music video. I remember watching a lot as a kid. But as I grew up, the only thing I could remember about it really was the music video. And that's unfortunate because it is a fine song, but it's black or white. I, I'm not going to say much because we're going to be able to talk about it later. So let's just move it on with a sweep. All right, well, let's see who it's going to be facing up uh, against. Uh, you have an interesting matchup here on your hands between the four seed, The Way You Make Me Feel, and the play-in game winner, PYT. Uh, M-I-K-E is going to start us off with this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the juxtaposition of these songs is interesting. Um, yeah, so it's it's a it's a, a thriller, thriller track versus a, a bad track. Uh you know, which generally speaking, you know, bad was an excellent album, but just an impossible follow up to, to thriller, which is thriller. Like, you know, it, you, it just, it just is what it is. And, and generally speaking, you know, you match it, match up track for track. That's a, that's a tough, tough thing. But for me, this is the way you make me feel as much as I love PYT. I think it's, it's, it's a fun song, but the way you make me feel, Again, I think I I forget what what other song that I mentioned this on, but there's something about that vocal performance. You know, P P P Y T. You know, there's some effects with the, with the vocals and stuff like that. The way you make me feel, it's just that that raw vocal power that Michael brings to that performance always elevates it for me, and it just it just gets me gets me going when I listen to that song. 
you know, not, not that, not the PYT isn't a great song as well, but the way you make me feel just has that little extra je ne sais quoi. I don't, I don't even know what, I don't even know exactly how to articulate it. Uh, maybe it's the beer talking, but it, the way you make me feel to me is, is the winner here. All right. And despite how much Michael loves PYT, the way, the way you make me feel has gotten its first vote. Natalie, let's hear from you. So I think right back at the very the very first play-in game, I said something along the lines of, I'm going to be hard-pressed to vote against anything from the Thriller album. But when it's up against The Way You Make Me Feel, it's easy. That I love The Way You Make Me Feel. I think from that very first beat, as soon as it starts, you know what song it is and, you know, it's just awesome from beginning to end. Also love the music video, but I'll save that for the next round. So, yep, The Way You Make Me Feel is getting my vote. John, is the way our panelists making you feel so far good or bad? <laughs> I'll be honest, it's bad. I actually don't really like the way you make me feel. Uh, the song actually kind of annoys me. It, it, it. Uh, I, I almost always skip it uh, whenever it comes on. And uh, PYT is such a fun uh, dance track. Um, it's gonna be for me. It's gonna be PYT. Is a comeback mounting, Scott? Oh, why are you doing this to me, John? Because um, now, <laughs> now I have a conundrum because I I kind of want to tie this up, um, especially with the deciding vote potentially going to Adam. Uh, that I think I think that's just good podcasting. And listen, I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of good podcasting. Okay, I want I want Boozy Bracktown putting out quality content that we expect from them and i think adam breaking a tie is exactly what we need so it's my it's my head versus my heart because i want to i i came into this thinking i'm gonna vote for the way you make me feel but i'm off now i'm i'm you know now i'm thinking now i got my producer hat on now and I'm thinking, <laughs> this might be better to let adam break this tie here um because i i honestly do enjoy both songs i think they're both really great songs very different obviously um Man, so I'm really stuck here between sticking with my convictions and going with the way you make me feel and advancing it or, you know, letting Adam get on his soapbox. And I also it'd be interesting if if, you know, if John wanted to use a buzzer beater on his brother, there's there's just a lot to think about if I tie this up. <laughs> <laughs> the, the what ifs are, are, are really creeping in here. Um, that sounds pretty cool. And because the way you make me feel is a song that I, I really enjoy, but I I didn't have it making making it past this round, I'm gonna go ahead and tie it up because I want to see what happens. <laughs> oh, so all I'm right. Vote for PYT. <laughs> Love it. Well, Scott it, has voted for quality podcasting content, which uh, no pressure, Adam, but uh, you have to come up with the best one minute rant about these two songs. But <laughs> just to put some more pressure on you. <laughs> Someone has a chance to launch a buzzer beater. Do I hear a buzzer beater launching? And yes, please. Yes, please. Natalie is going to throw one up. All right. Okay, Adam, I'm going to paint another little picture for you. So I have, I, I know I talk about them a bit, two teenage daughters. My eldest, my firstborn, is a singer. Not professional. She's 18. But she does some busking and has been singing. She does a rendition of The Way You Make Me Feel, which is really beautiful. And this 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 last week, we've travelled down to Melbourne. Now, I know in America, most kids go off to college in like a whole other state. In Australia, that doesn't happen. Most kids go to a university that's close to home. They might commute on the train for an hour and a half or something, but most kids stay at home or at least very close by. We've just gone to Melbourne, which is, a, I don't know, 900 kilometres away from where we live. And gone to a university open day and that firstborn baby of mine is moving away from me come February next year to pursue a degree at the university that she's chosen in Melbourne. And she sings a beautiful rendition of this song. So my buzzer beater is Don't Break a Mother's Heart Twice in One Week <laughs> by letting my daughter move away from me and also voting against what has to be one of my top Michael Jackson songs ever. Now I'll hand it over to you. You do what you think is right, but just keep all that in mind. 
Well, Adam, the entire concept of the family relies on how you are voting between these two songs. This you is, also need to provide us with some top level uh, podcasting content so, here. So come on. This has been this has been incredibly interesting because in the play in rounds, I had slave to the rhythm winning and then I had slave to the rhythm beating the way you make me feel hmm. like I did not put these two compared to each other at all. This is my first huh. time. I'm actually trying to think about it. I didn't listen to them back to back. I'm just trying to do it in my head. It's it's um, they're two great songs. They really are. They're two very, very good songs. And something I want to throw out uh, to keep kind of the family motif, at least what I'll, I'll bring about is um, John remembers our mom got us a couple different 45s when we were kids. And we each had our own Michael 45. And John's, I think, was Billie Jean. Mine, I think, was Beat It or Bad. I honestly can't remember. Yours was bad. Thank you. Mine was bad. And our sister's was The Way You Make Me Feel. And so um, I know she loves the song. I think it honestly might be her favorite song. PYT is pretty fucking good, too. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Out of respect. For my sister, whose favorite song is The Way You Make Me Feel, that is moving on. And I do think it is, yes. honestly, it's the better song. The Way You Make Me Feel is a damn good song. I really like it, and it has to move on. <laughs> well, family comes first here at Boozy Bracketology, and it is family that has won out as The Way You Make Me Feel is moving on. Hey, trivia lovers. Want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way? Check out Liquid Courage Entertainment. With a wide range of offerings online, LK has you covered, streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one-of-a-kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Mega Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K. Innovative, interactive, intoxicating. We move on. Natalie, the successful buzzer beater launcher, is going to start us off between Remember the Time and Jam. Okay, that, that is my first buzzer beater use ever in my boozy bracketology appearances so far. It was it was quite a ride and, and I'm quite impressed that I didn't actually tear up because I'm fairly emotional about all that stuff that's happening, but I'm very glad it I don't know if that was gonna work out that way anyway, but but I'm very glad it worked out the way it did. Okay. Remember the time versus jam. So remember earlier on I talked about how much the music videos have been influencing my enjoyment. Of, of these songs, which I didn't realise until I was sort of pitting them against each other and, and listening to them in preparation for this. But Remember the Time is certainly one of one of the songs where the music video is just inextricably entwined with my enjoyment of the song. It was I was in Year 10 when that song came out, so, you know, not a care in the world, no responsibilities, no pressure, spent most of my weekends um, watching TV, watching video hits and rage. Again, I'm doing, why am I doing so much Australian TV content that no one's going to understand? There were, <laughs> there were, they were two shows that just showed music videos one after the other after the other. And, um, yeah, so weekends were spent doing that and remember the time was just such a great film clip. And, and I think such a great song means way more to me than, than Jam, even though that is a good song. So remember the time is getting my vote. All right, we're learning a lot about Australian mm-hmm. TV that does <laughs> yeah. not involve small animated dogs. And we are also moving on to John, who uh, will cast the next vote. I'll be honest, I actually don't really like either of these songs. I, both of them I skip. I don't really like Remember the Time. I never have. I don't really like Jam. I never have. Um, but if I'm comparing the two... I'm I'm much more likely to go for the danceable one or the what I consider to be the more danceable one in this case, uh, which would be jam. So that that's getting my vote. All right. We're tied up as we move to Scott. Wow. This is not how I expected it to go. Uh, this is interesting. Could, could we could there be an upset brewing? Um, 
you know, Mike, Mike alluded to this the last time we talked about jam is that, you know, every kid wanted to be like Mike, you know, if you were, if you were, you know, growing up in the late eighties into the nineties, every kid wanted to be like Mike, whether it was Jackson, Jordan, you wanted to be like Mike. And I was one of those kids. I wanted to be just like Mike, both of them, but Jackson a little bit more. And you know why I wanted to be like Mike? Because of the fucking music video for Remember the Time. Okay? <laughs> who does not, who has not stood in front of the TV trying to do the dance moves <laughs> using your, your Egyptian pharaoh Halloween costume that you asked for so that you could sort of maybe try to dress up just like Michael in that music video. Okay? Not like Magic Johnson. Because I, you know, I kept my shirt on um, in the music video. But like Mike <laughs> in that music video trying to do the moves, trying to do the little scat he does at the end. Of that song, da, 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 da. like who does not try to do that in front of the TV at least once? It's remember the time that song is so much fun. It, the, it, and it's it really is just this easy kind of simple song, which we don't really get from Michael, especially in this era. A lot of the stuff was there was a lot of heal the world and a lot of black or whites that were meaningful. This was just fun. This was just about someone that he was in love with and he wants to remember, you know, when they were just young and in love and innocent and having a good time. And who can't relate to that message? This is remember the time and it's not close for me. All right. And remember the time is up to one. Uh, we are going to Adam. Yeah, this is an easy one. That music video for Remember the Time is so good. You get Eddie Murphy. You get so much fun stuff with it. I just, I love everything about it. I'm not going to lie. But it's still not half as good as the song that you get with Jam. Jam is a bop. It's a fucking banger. And it's <laughs> it actually is not even a question for me. It's so easy. Jam is the more fun song. It's a song I go to. I will go listen to it. It's moving on for me. Absolutely, Jam. Well, we have our second straight match going to penalties here. Uh, Mike, you're going to get to decide this, but everyone but Natalie has a buzzer beater remaining. Adam, John, Scott, any takers I'm not here? wasting a buzzer beater on two songs I don't like. So <laughs> <laughs> I like them both, but I can't. I got to save it because I know I'm going right. to be fighting more battles. <laughs> That's how I feel, too. I'm, I'm tempted, but with what's coming up, I feel like I need to hold on to it. All right. You're taking the uh, the kicks here, Mike. What are we doing? Oh, man. Uh, well, heh. as as you may recall, I didn't vote for jam last time. I voted for blood on the dance floor. Uh, so that this was not the matchup that I had, but so very similarly to Adam in the previous matchup, this is the first time I'm really kind of considering these two, these two songs together. But um, I don't know, maybe it's just something about the little groove that remember the time just kind of slips into and kind of rides out. Uh, but you know, I just thought it was interesting that John said about the, the danceability of these two songs. Cause like, remember the time is the one that kind of just gets, it's you know, it's not like, it's not like, you know, I, I don't know why heavy dancing i don't know if that's the correct word or terminology i'm not really a dancer so <laughs> but uh like remember the time has it has this really nice groove to it that i really enjoy i think that i think both of these songs uh, suffered may not be the right word but they both they both um they both have it have a repetitiveness about them that a lot of michael jackson songs have and you don't mind it most of the time because most of the time what he's repeating is just so fucking good that like, you're just like, yeah, keep it going, whatever. Neither one. I don't think either one of these songs is quite there. Um, I'm, I'm very surprised to see Remember the Time as highly seated as it is. I'm kind of curious what what drew that that volume of uh, YouTube listens there. It's probably the video, if we're being honest. But I, I still think of these two. It, just because it had, I, I just really enjoy that nice groove that it slips into and just sort of stays there. And it, and it's a little less repetitive and it drones on a little less, less long than jam. I think I'm giving it the narrow edge based on that, but I, I would not expect it to go very far uh, in this particular bracket. So that's remember the time is moving on by Seven Blades of Grass, where the ball barely crossed over 
and VAR was needed to figure out whether it was a goal or not. Not that I'm bitter or anything. <laughs> we are moving on to a 6-11 matchup between Love Never Felt So Good and Ghosts, and we are back to starting with John. So, about a week ago, I had one song where I was clearly like, oh, yeah, this, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be this one. And then I did a re-listen this morning, and now I'm not so sure. Um, I don't anticipate either of these songs going much farther than this, unfortunately. Um, but I actually kind of enjoyed them both, so it's actually not as easy of, of a pick for me as, as I initially thought. Um. I'm going to give a little JT love and I'm going to do love, love never felt so good. That'll be my vote. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we have one, nothing for a love never felt so good. Scott. Yeah. It's an interesting matchup. Uh, two completely sort of different songs, completely different concepts. Um, Ghost is a spectacle, you know, it's a short film. It, it, it It's a whole thing. It's a spectacle. Um, sometimes I call it like great value thriller. Um, cause that, you know, that's really kind of what ghost is. It's really trying to capitalize on, uh, you know, on the, on the thriller thing. It's, you know, got that scary sort of spooky vibe to it. And listen, I'm the sucker for a Michael Jackson short film. We're going to talk about more of them. Ghost isn't, it's, it's not up there as far as some of those go for me. Um, I'm with John, man. Like I, so I, I initially, I thought this was a Justin Timberlake bluesy bractology that we were doing, which is why I agreed to be on it. Apparently it's not. A <laughs> but I was ready. I mean, I was ready. We'll, to we'll that later. River. Like I was like, Oh, yeah, let's, let's go. But because this is my only chance in this to, to give JT some love, I'm going to do the same thing and follow suit and vote for love. Never felt so good. All right. Well, Scott is bringing sexy back and putting love never felt so good in the two nothing commanding lead as we head to Adam. So I do want to fight a little bit with Scott, um, who said ghost is not that impressive of a short uh, film. Well, I, in comparison to him, to anyone else. Yeah, I, I love ghosts and I, I want to give some love to a song that I know wasn't going to make this bracket at all, uh, but it was on the ghosts uh, uh, video and it's called Too Bad. And I think it, it, it's it's just an amazing song. I absolutely freaking love Too Bad. Um, but that didn't make it. And so I have to go with Ghosts against Love Never Felt So Good. And I go towards the dance. I go towards the funk. I go towards the enjoyment. Love Never Felt So Good is, is fine. It's just not great. Ghosts, I think, is just a little bit more fun of a song. And so I'm going to give my vote to Ghosts. Well, uh, now we all learned that Michael Jackson had a song called Too Bad, which is kind of a Metallica way of doing a sequel there. Uh, <laughs> the Unforgiven 2. Uh, come on, guys. <laughs> but Ghost picks up its first vote. Mike, uh, is it still sticking around? Or uh, <laughs> will Love Never Felt So Good haunt it to oblivion? You know, uh, the Unforgiven 2 thing was one thing, but the Unforgiven 3 just never made any sense. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm actually facing a very similar similar dilemma to, to Scott a few picks ago uh, about do I do I create drama or, you know, do I go with where I was leading? And I absolutely agree that uh to, to his point about the ghosts and the, the short film is really cool. But I, I, as has been mentioned before, I try to focus mostly on the music. It goes to a really cool track. It's, it's, it's funky and fun, but if I'm being honest, I just, I really like the classic feel of love. Never felt so good. It, it I mean, I, I, I looked, I looked it up, I looked it up a little bit cause I knew it was a posthumous release and how it was repurposed from a demo that dates all the way back to like the early eighties. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was left off of the thriller album or if it was just one of those, like whatever, but I just, I love the feel of that song. It's, it's not, it's not overly complicated, but it just, it, it brings you back to that, that time. And there's just, there's something about that, that track that, that really resonates with me. I, I enjoy it a whole lot. Um, so I'm going to give, I'm going to give it my vote 
I do love Ghosts, but I think Love Never Felt So Good is just uh, it's just the better song here. All right. Well, Love Never Felt So Good is moving on, but we still want to hear from Natalie. How do you feel about this one? Yeah, if if you had have tied it up, Mike, and and gone for the drama, it, it would have still turned out the same way. I was <laughs> I was going to throw my vote to Love Never Felt So Good, and I, I've always really enjoyed it, and always thought it sort of had a bit of the off the wall kind of feel about it. And I did the same thing, did a bit of research in preparation for this, and went, ah, oh, now that yeah. makes sense because it was originally written back back in the early eighties. But yeah, I think it's just it's easy, it's enjoyable. I really like it so. More than happy that it is moving on. All right. And we are moving on to what I think is the most interesting matchup of the first round. Uh, the seven seed, Rock With You, and the 10 seed. And man, I was surprised that this was seeded that low. Man in the Mirror. We're going to start with Scott. Yeah, I see, I, I see this one. Uh, this one maybe being a struggle here, just based on on the panel that we have here. I, I think this one's going to be a nail biter. Um, it's, it's just, I mean, two great songs, two completely different songs, two completely different MJs, really, you know, two completely different eras, but both, I mean, incredible songs. Um, you know, we, we obviously haven't talked much about off the wall. I mean, we talked about, you know, the off the wall song, but you know, we really haven't talked too much just about the, the album in general and i mean rock with you is is it's just such a cool groove you know mike mentioned how um remember the time sort of gets into a groove and it, it's just kind of stays there and it's it's great rock with you does that same thing you know it really it gets there and it's you're just there you're just cruising you go on cruise control you know you don't have to speed up you don't have to slow down you're just enjoying the view you're riding down pacific coast highway and you're just enjoying the view and enjoying the ride that's you know that's what rock with you is. And that is not at all a negative. Like that is, that's what you want out of a song and, and it, it's funky and it's, it, it was just perfect for that time period. I mean, it just fit so perfectly for, for that time period. And then you have man in the mirror and we've already obviously talked a lot just about the different songs that Michael released with different messages and how powerful they are and how inspirational they are. And I think man in the mirror is, is arguably the most powerful of all of them because of how introspective it is. And, you know, it's so relatable that, you know, for once, in, instead of, you know, putting the onus on society or civilization, he's putting it, you know, flipping it and putting it back on himself. And, you know, to have the wherewithal to do that and to be able to put that message out there, it's something that everyone can, if anyone has ever made a mistake, which is all of us, then Man in the Mirror has a message that you can relate with. You do need to start with yourself. If you want to make that change, it does start from within. And then you can go out there and try to you know, instill hope in other people, but it needs to start from within. And I think that's an incredible message. And it, I mean, the message is great. And then when you just put it on this song and the vocal quality and the delivery of the song, it, it I, to me, that puts it over the top. I, it's one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. It's one of my favorite songs just in the catalog of music in general. And I can't not vote for it. I, I love rock with you, but when you're thinking about what song is more important, which song uh, is more well known? I mean, if you if you put "Man in the Mirror" on now, you know, to a group of of millennials, they're gonna know that song. I don't know that you can say the same with "Rock with You." Um, so I'm gonna go with "Man in the Mirror." All right. Well, your host's personal favorite Michael Jackson song picks up its first vote. Uh, "Man in the Mirror" is up one nil. We move to Adam. Yeah, uh, "Rock with You" is a wonderful simple song it's a simple delightful song but the other song is unequivocally my favorite michael jackson song and i'll put that on my back and i will be championing this shit through the end i adore man in the mirror and i will be violently furious if it does not move on um man in the mirror is the better song all right man in the mirror's got a two nil lead heading to mike yeah, so the first thing I wrote down on this particular matchup uh, is that this is a matchup of heavyweights, in my opinion, because I think these are two of the most well-known Michael Jackson songs. Like, if you asked a person on the street, they would be able to sing these two songs for you. You know, not every single word, obviously, but they they would readily identify which of these two songs, you know, which these two, which, that, good God, which songs these two songs are. 
I can speak English, I swear. Um, <laughs> and and I did. I I looked at this and I went, man, I love both of these songs. And at the same time, there is a clear winner to me. And I'm going to say something that is probably going to make people go, wait, what? What did you just say? But when I think of the Michael Jackson bad album, I don't think of the title track. I don't think of Smooth Criminal. I don't think of the way you make me feel. I think of Man in the Mirror. I fucking love that song. I love Rock With You, but I fucking love Man in the Mirror. That song, it just gets you going. It it gets you fired up to really think about things. Think about yourself. And I love the... um. I love the way that he brings in like the, the gospel feel towards the end of it uh, to, to much better effect than, uh, than some, than some other songs that, that, you know, try that in my, in my opinion, man in the mirror is a wonderful song. I, I don't know that I would, I, I, I hadn't, I still haven't honestly, even with this really given any true thought to what I would consider my number one, Michael Jackson song, but man in the mirror is absolutely up there. Uh, rock with you as great of a song it is as it is it's just it's not quite on that same level to me so i thankfully can avoid adam's violence <laughs> and uh i will i will be casting my vote for man in the mirror here yeah you're you're the closest one to me just so you know like, yeah, i can actually absolutely. get to you yeah. <laughs> yeah well one of the what i thought was going to be a close matchup has turned into an unholy beatdown as Man in the Mirror has taken a 3-0 lead and is moving on, we still want to hear from Natalie, though. Yeah, I think I think the the close matchup is probably more accurate than the than the numbers would suggest. This this is the only one that I had not actually chosen. In I, I have my little system. I write each song and I write my little points down and think it all through, and then I have a spot on my paper for my choice. And in that spot for this one, I've just written hard choice. <laughs> I, I hadn't decided where I was going to go because I like I agree with what everyone's saying. Man in the Mirror is is such a good song, and and it's just like it's permeated pop culture. I guess there's parodies of it. There's you see kids' choirs singing it. it. It pops up in all different kind of um, shapes and forms. So I think the 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 reach of it is is something that you can't deny. But then "Rock with You" is such a great song. It's just I was I was in the car with you there, Scott, when you were talking about you're just driving down the highway. The song's playing. You don't have to try. You don't have to think about it. It just is, and it's. It is the vibe of that song. I think is really, really beautiful. So, like I said, I hadn't made my decision, uh, but given the way the vote's going, I'm more than happy with that. But I will throw my vote to Rock with You just to um, make it look like the contest that that I think it is, the close contest that I think it is. Hey, Rock with You gets a sympathy vote for Natalie. Uh, John, how are you voting on this one? Uh, to avoid my brother's wrath, I will simply vote for Man in the Mirror. <laughs> and leave it yeah. at that. Smart man. All right. We, uh, we were a vote for non-awkward family reunions. <laughs> and Man in the Mirror has moved on four to one. We have one more matchup. Uh, and Mike, you're going to start us off for this one. Uh, no. Adam's going to start us off for this one. Pardon me. Uh... And that is going to be a matchup between the two seed of Thriller and the 15 seed of, I don't know, a song that's not Thriller. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I believe it's off the wall. But Adam, uh, is this a contest even? I believe I said the words disco sucks uh, the last time I talked <laughs> about off the wall. And I continue that sentiment. This is no contest. This is an obvious win. The greatest music video of all time, but not even on top of that, just a fantastic song in general, plus the amazing sounds of Vincent Bryce. <laughs> we will be talking about it more, so I don't need to talk about it any any further now. Thriller is moving on for me. Yeah, Mike, uh, you want to uh, cast your two cents in here? Will will we be talking about it more? Are you are you that confident? Yes. B because you should be. I yeah. mean, come on. <laughs> like 
I it, uh, similarly to what I said at the beginning of this episode, uh, I this is the other one that I literally wrote just wrote LOL in my notes because I knew it didn't matter. I I think it's cool that it came down to the title tracks of of the albums. Like that's interesting, but yeah, Thriller. Honestly, I love the music video. Don't get me wrong. Throw out the music video, and Thriller is still just such a freaking awesome song. It, it's one of those songs that. Yes, it pops up every Halloween, but you can listen to it any time of the year. It doesn't matter. It's it's a novelty song that transcends itself because it's just that good. Yeah, Thriller. Give it give it a vote. Move it on. Right. Natalie, you want to do the honors of uh, deep sixing off the wall for good here? Or Aww. are you going to go against the uh, grain here? Well, I feel really bad because I do love off the wall. It's I, I think that it's it's a... It's a great song and it has its place in history, but yeah, it's not Thriller. There's there's no question that Thriller needs to go through here. Block your ears, Jeff. It's an iconic song, Thriller. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think I think you're not you're not a true Michael Jackson fan unless you can recite the Vincent Price parts of the song. That's that's an enjoyable experience to to learn and to be able to do. And yeah. We all, we all know. We all know why it's moving on. So let's move it on. All right. Let's uh, let's hear from John. Thriller. Move on. <laughs> yeah. All right, Scott. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with John. I'm not even thinking about this matchup. I'm thinking about Thriller against Man in the Mirror and what Ooh. sort of oh. shit show that's going to be. But Fuck. yeah, Thriller. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're going to plan a little bit of an extra time in the podcast for that one. But... We are at the end of this episode of Boozy Bracketology. Just to recap, we have Billie Jean going up against Scream. Uh, we have Black or White will go up against The Way You Make Me Feel. Remember the Time will take on Love Never Felt So Good. And in a decision I am glad I don't have to make, Man in the Mirror is going to take on Thriller. Oh boy, y'all have fun with that one. Uh, we've had fun today, and let's uh, let's let our panelists do some pluggables. John, you want to plug a couple things for us? Uh, if you are a fan of trivia, and especially nostalgic based trivia from uh, from the fifties all the way up to the two thousands, then you need to check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. All right, Scott, you got anything to plug? Yeah, speaking of nostalgia and speaking of lovely um, blast from our past network related shows, uh, go listen to People Don't Forget. It is a nostalgia cast that I do where we talk about various different topics, uh, mostly from the 2000s. Um, so, you know, if that that's your jam, um, you know, if, if you really, really like Love Never Felt So Good, maybe we'll talk about it on one of the episodes. <laughs> All right, Adam, you got a pluggable. Yeah, uh, the network that Scott just plugged is uh, come. The name comes from a podcast that John and I have been doing for over six years now. Uh, it's a uh, we have a lot of fun with it. I've had a lot of emotions, a lot of highs, a lot of lows, a lot of crazy stuff happening on the Blast from Our Past podcast, where we talk all things nostalgic media from John and my past. So go check that one out. Uh, Mike, do you have anything to plug here? I mean, the only thing that I would that I would plug there, I think that uh, I think there will be an ad in the in this particular episode that will also be featured. But uh, you and I, Jeff, uh, did recently release uh, by the time this episode uh, airs, we will have uh, released our uh, EP from our little music project, The Dad Bods. Oh, right. Uh, which is basically uh, it's uh, you and me and another friend of ours from high school got together now that we're, we're all parents of young children and. I just recorded uh, some tracks related to our experiences with parenting. Uh, it's, it's you know, fun stuff, occasionally emotional stuff. Uh, very far afield from what you would get from a, your typical Michael Jackson listen, but nonetheless, uh, we we're pretty proud of it. Uh, we, you know, uh, and it's something that we've been talking together for a while, and we actually were able to get together into a recording studio and cut a couple tracks. Uh, so uh, check that out. Uh, our, I guess I'll just point to the Facebook group, which is uh, facebook.com slash the dad bods music. And uh, you can find all of the other relevant links from there. Um, yeah, uh, take a listen. Uh, we think that there's at least one song that will get stuck in your head. Yes. And uh, 
after you listen to our music, you'll understand that reference. <laughs> Natalie, do you have anything to plug? Uh, officially, I don't. I don't produce any pluggable material. I really want to hear the Dad Bods EP, though. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so I will plug something, Michael Jackson. If anyone out there has not seen him introduce the Moonwalk and all the other very cool Billie Jean stuff at the Motown 25 special, do yourself a favour, jump on YouTube, watch it. It's spectacular. All right. Well, we've had a spectacular time here on Boozy Bracketology. And if you've enjoyed what you hear, go jump on Patreon, toss a few coins our way, and uh, we'll give you some uh, bonus content and interesting stuff. And uh, come join us on Discord. We all have a lively Discord server, uh, Boozy Bracketology and the Pub Trivia Experience. Well, we have come to the end of the road. Actually, it's a Boys to Men reference, isn't it? It Damn is. It. Uh, all right. I'll get a Michael Jackson reference right at some point. <laughs> but yeah, for Boozy Bracketology this time around, I've been Jeff. I'm John. I'm Scott. I'm Adam. I'm Mike. And I'm Natalie. Have a good day, y'all. <laughs>